I do want to just uh, share a quick scripture, uh, our thought for this week ahead as we've think, been thinking about wow and interrupt moments. And uh, this is a crazy wow moment that I'm reading from Luke chapter nine, the third gospel in the New Testament and uh, verses 28 to 36. And I just want to take literally a few minutes to share some thoughts uh, because our time is coming to a close. And Luke says this about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John and James with him and went up onto a mountain to pray. And as Jesus was praying, the appearance of his face changed. And his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, it's good for us to be here. Let's put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. He did not know what he was saying, Luke tells us. And while he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, this is my son whom I've chosen listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept this to themselves and did not tell anyone at that time what they'd seen. Uh, this is an amazing story, a total wow moment. And if you've got an inquiring mind, there's a whole bunch of questions that this story should raise. Like, why did Jesus only take Peter, James and John up the mountain with him? What about the other nine? Why did Jesus in this mountaintop moment just become what we say is transfigured, completely changed, burning bright. Why did that happen? Why did Moses and Elijah, these Old Testament figures who were around 900 to 1300 years beforehand, suddenly show up? Why did a cloud descend? Why did the father speak those words? Why did all this happen? What was the significance of it? Well, I've done a, a, a full teaching on this, 30 minutes of teaching that you can listen to afterwards that answers all of those questions. And, and in it, we see six amazing things about God that this passage will tell us. And so I'd encourage you to, to listen to the podcast uh, later. But I just want to close with two quick thoughts. And it, and it so strongly connects with what Rebecca just said, because throughout the Old Testament and in the New Testament like this, we see what we call mountaintop moments with God. It's a common thing that happens. God brings people up to a mountain and they have these incredible encounters with him. Because, you know, we believe in a God that you can encounter. We believe in a God that you can draw close to. We believe in a God who wants to reveal more of himself to you. A God who is committed first and foremost to intimacy with you. You can know him, not just intellectually, but you can know him in your mind, body, soul and spirit. That's why in this year we're agreeing that prayer and worship and getting into the Bible and, and cheering each other on in faith and taking aside to be contemplative and, and silent and listening and learning to be with God is so important because in those moments with God, we can we can discover more about him. 
moments with God. We need those encounters, sometimes those incredible revelation moments when we're like, wow, God is really here. And so I want to encourage you to create space for moments with God. God wants you to have mountaintop experiences with him. And you don't need to climb a mountain to do it because the Holy Spirit can be with you in your home, right where you are, as you worship, as you pray, as you put on a track that you that you love, as you, as you read the word, as you Zoom with some other groups, uh, you know, throughout the week. God wants you to have moments of encounter with him, moments that you're like, wow, I didn't realize that God was as good as this. But moments of encounter don't stand by themselves. And as Rebecca reminded us, intimacy with God, which is the priority, has to spark activity for God. Moments create movements. Peter wanted to stay. Peter was just like, this is an incredible moment with God. Let's just put up some tents. and Let's just hang around and, and just enjoy being with God. But actually, if we ever draw close to God, then we'll catch what God is passionate about. And we know that we just can't stay on the mountain, that we've got to come down the mountain and be involved in what he wants us to be involved in, which is justice and mission and seeing our world transformed. There's an Old Testament story of God speaking through a burning bush and and, and Moses, who who is a uh, uh, called a a close friend of God. He he takes his sandals off. It's a sacred moment. But at the end of this incredible mountaintop moment with God, God says, put your sandals back on, go to Egypt and rescue my people who are enslaved. Because moments with God spark movements of God in us and through us. And so I want to encourage you today to to look at this, this longer teaching, but but to be encouraged to take more time in your day to find moments with God, being with God. Mm. But but as you do that, know that intimacy will spark activity. That as you spend time with God, you're going to hear his whisper about what he wants you to do, what he wants you to say, where he wants you to go, how he wants you to be generous. Because when we draw close to him and we catch his heart, his mission becomes our passion. And intimacy and worship and prayer will spark justice and mission and transformation in the world. May that be true for us today. May it be true for us today. And so I just want to take a moment to uh, to just uh, pause and reflect super quickly for 30 seconds. Like as you think about this, how could you reorient your diary to have more moments with God? more space, even just stretching it three minutes a day to be with God, Uh, a favorite song, a favorite psalm, something, maybe with other people, maybe joining us at the 8 a.m. prayers that we do. And what is God stirring you into mission and activity and justice? Anything that is birthed in the place of intimacy with God will bear fruit. But activity with no intimacy is just going to be a waste of time. God help us do that in the week to come.